Okay. Can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code SOBERGIRLS for $10 off your first order. I've noticed I have more energy, focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over-the-counter and powered by two-ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom-free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash sobergirls or Use the promo code SOBERGIRLS at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E dot com slash SOBERGIRLS for $10 off. Now we know that finding the perfect non-alcoholic drink and symptoms feel like a major challenge, but we've discovered something that's about to knock your socks off and your taste buds too. Go Brewing. Did you know Go Brewing was rated number one, number one, Michaela, for non-alcoholic beer in the country, and rightly so. Fun fact, all of their beers fall under the gluten-free guidelines, so you won't get that gross bloated feel that you sometimes can get when you're drinking, let's be honest. Plus, all their brews without fruit have less than one gram of sugar. Because we want to feel sexy and sober and have fun, Go Brew is the perfect choice for us. And who says beer isn't sophisticated when you could just put it in a champagne glass like I do? My favorite at the moment is the Sunshine State Tropical IPA from Go Brewing. It's the mango and peach flavor. As a listener, you can save 15% by going to brewing.com slash sobergirls or by using the code sobergirls. Plus, get a free two-day shipping on orders of $40 or more. Again, go to brewing.com slash SoberGirls or use our code SoberGirls for 15% off. Hey, friends. Welcome back to Two Sober Girls podcast. This is your host, Michaela, and I have Erin here with me. And this topic, super important. We're going to be talking about when we put down the drink, what do we do? Like, mm. what the actual fuck are we supposed to do, Erin? Mm. Love this. I <laughs> love this because actually, that's what I said to myself. My first one of my first AMEs, I go, What the actual FFF am I going to do? Like, what's my life? How am I going to go to lunch and not drink? Like, this was just absolutely mind blowing to me that, but we're here to discuss this because there are solutions and we both came at it with different- very different. Which and I love. I think, you know, as we're doing these episodes, I'm really realizing how there is a totally different approach to this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure those listening can take in a little bit of both, yeah. you know, because there's, there are a lot of amazing perspectives in both. And ultimately they're very similar, yes. but I think the order is very different. Yes, I do too. I do too. So, you know, with part of my story of recovery, I entered the rooms of AA and started there, um, completely lost um, and just, you know, seeking direction. And it was under the direction of my sponsor 
that this is what she said for someone who's, you know, looking to get sober, new in the rooms, what you actually do is you go to meetings, you go to meetings, basically they recommend every day if you can, they say a lot of times in the rooms, you'll hear 90, 90, 90 meetings in 90 days, um, you get a sponsor, you collect. So this is, and do you like interview the sponsors or how's that process? I feel like it it would be like dating. Well, thankfully I had, I've mentioned her so many times. She has, she has to come on the show. Shanley, um, she was like interviewing them for me. She's like, so, so so-and-so I think would be a great sponsor because she's like, and this, and then I'm like dead. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, wow. They're like, who is this person? So this was like an angel, like that was in your life. That's total angel. Yeah. Total angel. And so my, the way my sponsor and I connected, she approached me and said, do you need a sponsor? And she, you know, told me later on, she goes, you look so lost and you know, um, sad. And I just want, you know, she's such an amazing angel soul that she approached me and I was like, yes, I'd love to work with you. So you, you get your sponsor, you go to meetings. And then this is the other thing that I was super uncomfortable with at first. I was like, this is so cheesy. Like literally I'm Mm -hmm. sitting like, I don't need anyone's numbers. Like I'm good. Like I have friends <laughs> and I don't call any of you because I am so depressed right now. I'm not picking oh. up phone. I know, but this is the thing. It's like, this is how it works. And if you're in, you're in and you follow these suggestions and no one wants to hear if I'm not feeling like it. So you get a book of numbers. I'm not even kidding you. Book of numbers. And you are recommended again, your sponsor is telling you these things. Call three women a day, get to a meeting, and every day you check wow. out the answer. I know. And then you start like the step. It's a lot. That is amazing. Like that's that's like true work. I, I had no idea. I thought you just like go to meetings and oh no, they're, they're all people's stories. And then so you like, so it's funny, like I had a DUI. Um, this was before I had my daughter. And um I was supposed to go to, I guess it was like an AA meeting. It was like at a college. I don't even know if it was like a real thing, but I guess it was because people stood up and and they sort of like talked about their thing. And it was like depressing. I was like, oh, like to me, I was just like, I don't know if like I can, but it scared me. It scared like that. Okay. Like this is not the life that I want. Um, So I did go to that and it was like, it was a really long class. It was like three hours or something. So I don't know if it was like real AA, but um, only an hour, but it sounds like there was some component of AA. Yeah. 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 So, so I, I ended up doing that, but, um, yeah, like, you know, I think I, I mean, I went into deciding to live alcohol free Mm -hmm. from a totally different path. You know, I think, uh, most of my twenties, like I'm 37 now. Um, so most of my twenties, I, played around with being sober curious, but not because I saw anybody doing it, or I didn't even think I had a problem. Um, It was more because I was studying Mm. yoga, Mm -hmm. meditation, got me into nutrition. And I was really tuning into how my body was feeling. And so every time I went out and drank, I I felt, you know, I'm, I'm very driven. And so I'm driven by creating and reaching my goals. And I was noticing that if I did go out and like, I would just take three steps back 
and it felt like the biggest failure and disappointment. I wasn't even thinking about like, oh, like I said, this is an issue, but you know, you do this more than more enough. And with the self-development work that I was doing, like reading Wayne Dyer and Mm -hmm. reading Esther Hicks, you know, Abraham, Mm -hmm. all of these modalities, I didn't have like a physical, like in my life person that I looked up to that I was like, oh, I want to be like her and not drink and have my shit together. It was more about, I was looking up to like Wayne Dyer. And I remember him saying he was sober, I don't know, 30 years. And he said, in order for him to teach the way he teaches and to write books and Mm -hmm. to live this like high level life, Mm -hmm. alcohol just could not be a part of his life. And he put down the drink and it was like, he just never looked back. And I, I'm a true believer. We can adapt any mindset Agreed. pattern that, you know, yeah. that really speaks to us and that we feel aligned with. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, even before I decided, I probably decided three times I wasn't going to drink, but like, even before, like that was like a, a seed in my brain that was like, that is going to be me because I do want to write books. I do want to have tons of courses and I want to be this person, you know? And, um, that was, that was my motivation. It wasn't, you know, when do you remember your last drink? I'm so curious to know, like your last three times you're getting there, like the seats playing a bit, like the, your last one where you're like, that's it. Yeah. So it was actually this year, I think it was February. It was so the way I remember it, my, my brother, my brother's anniversary of him passing was 10 years in March. And I remember drinking like, but it was one glass of champagne. It was like a week or two before that. And I sort of like, it was just like a knowing like that this is my last drink and it wasn't a sad thing. It was like, I got to the point because my twenties, I couldn't control. Like if I was drinking, I was binging Mm -hmm. and I was blacking out. And it was not safe. And I was in the city and yeah, everybody was doing it, but like, oh my gosh, like I, I remember like even going to my brother's, uh, wait, no, was that my brother's wait? I I don't know. I I went to some church thing Mm. and I was in the city partying all night before I woke up late and my family's like waiting for me, like (laughs) at church. And I, like, I just was like hungover, like still with clothes from before, like it, it was a mess. It was a mess. And, you know, I just, I, I felt icky and then I would have to sleep it off all day. Anyway, like that was just, that was my lifestyle in my twenties on and off. Thank God I, I got into wellness and nutrition and like, you know, got my shit together, but basically, so yeah, the last time was now I was like, what, five months ago, but the last couple of years, I was really, maybe because of the healing that I've done, Mm -hmm. I didn't drink for the same reasons. Mm. So I wasn't drinking excessively. Right. Like when I went out to dinner, when I drank the last few years, I, I guess it was like the grown up me version of me drinking. Yeah. I was, I easily had one or two glasses and I was totally fine. Yeah. But I love to feel conscious and clear yeah. and I didn't want to feel altered anymore. And I think that's what it was. So, you know, to, to long story short, it it was an evolution 
and uh, it just does not serve me. And it's a different phase in my life that I just, I, I view alcohol very differently, just knowing what it does to our nervous system, to our digestion. And ultimately, like, I just want to be my healthiest self. Yes. My cells want to be vibrant and healthy. I want to yeah. think clearly. And honestly, I can get quote unquote, like high with just like my breath, like with my breath work, it mm-hmm. like stimulates me, makes me more aware. And like, you know, I'm able to, you know, also the reason why I drank in my twenties was because it, I wanted to be socially acceptable, mm-hmm. accepted. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was like my best way to socialize. Cause I was funny. I was spontaneous and I was that fun girl, you know, and I didn't think I was when I was, when I'm sober, but finding different groups of people yeah. that see me for who I really am. And I am a calm person. I'm not yeah. a crazy girl. You know what I mean? Like I was identifying with something totally else and now I'm okay with being who I am. Being in your skin. Right. And realizing that's when you're the happiest. Yeah. yeah. You don't really enjoy, you had to drink to enjoy that, which wasn't really fun, but it's again, going back to, we've talked about this so many times, it's what is so socially acceptable. It's part of our culture. And so we just kind of get like funneled into this place where you're like, oh, I guess drinking is a part of my life. And then it becomes daily. Then it becomes too much, you know, but so many things you just said, there's nothing good that comes out of alcohol. That is one of the biggest like takeaways that I have had in sobriety, like sitting down and thinking, there's not one good thing. There is not one Mm -mm good thing like f rose like i really like i i cannot believe it took me this long to realize like dumping poisons into your body it's going to ruin any chances you have of like your highest self like what you were just describing like you're so ambitious you are a meditation teacher like you you want to go deeper with your health mm-hmm. you want to be connected to your higher knowing that all gets stripped away. It does right away. You, you, you have, it's, it's like an energetic. It is. It's a blocking, you know, energetic shift that happens if, if I have one or two. Yeah. Well, when they say in the big book too, it cuts you off from the sunlight of the spirit and yeah. we are meant to be aligned and like just radiating the sunlight of the spirit. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about what do we do? We okay. decide to put down the drink. Mm-hmm. And now we are, we have this like open space mm-hmm. and, and, and I want those listening to just close their eyes if, if it's safe to do so. And just, mm-hmm. you have this like playground in front of you mm-hmm. and you get to choose what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, many people go into it and like, they're like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? Like, I can't go out and, and, and have a drink or I can't go out and enjoy myself at parties. Like I, you know, for me, it was like, this is exciting. I get to learn something new. Yep. And you know, you'll, you'll be an inspiration to some, this is not something that, especially in the beginning, you sort of like tell everybody and scream off the rooftops. I am not drinking. Like, do not do that. Keep this in a sacred space for yourself you know, for a while I said, I'm on a cleanse. I cannot drink because I couldn't say, I was ashamed to say like, I don't drink anymore. You know, this was a while ago, but like now I can just say like, no, thank you. And I keep it at that. Yeah. 
And it's about the energy we give off about it too, right? Like if we're questioning it and if we want people, you know, people get that and, and which is uncomfortable. And and they don't like that either. And honestly, once you say it and you're confident and you're like, oh, and big thing in AA and just for today, like, no, I'm good today. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. not. Yeah. It's like the best mindset today. I am choosing the highest good for my body. Like just, yes. just, but like, you know, you can use this for, let's say you're at a party and you really want to eat clean. Somebody yeah. gives you cake. No, I'm good for today. You don't have to say like, I'm never eating cake ever no. again. No. This is disgusting. This has chemicals. I, no, I, just, don't show me that cake. No. Get away. I've <laughs> been invited back to many parties, but yes. And it's great. It's just, just you know what you're choosing. Just be confident and chill and have a plan. So I would say the next step for me after entering to AA and getting my numbers and my sponsor and realizing, okay, now my life is going to be this is like a structure. This is my new schedule. I was religious about exercise. I think that's super important because you're also, you're flushing out the toxins that you've accumulated over the years and years of drinking that are buried deep inside your cells. Um, You have to release that. And also I needed the um, dopamine rush. I was so low that I was relying more on exercise and a beautiful thing happened when you take away the alcohol and you exercise without alcohol in your body. Oh my God. It's the best high ever. It's my little kid. I love, I've always loved being active. I love, always loved sports. I started running when I was like 10 because I love that. It was like, I'm free. And I was just, I could run for like hours because it just, there's happy chemicals. It's the way Mm -hmm. God made us. And so Mm -hmm. now I Okay. But for those who are not into fitness, what can they do? What do you think? Well, you just said it too. Breath work. The reason why we are getting those highs, it's really our breathing or oxygen. Mm -hmm. Um, So breath work. But I do think- go for a walk. Oh, my favorite every single day. This is, this has been my, my jam. Yeah. Well, also go for a walk and feed your mind. You yes. know, I think so many, so many hours in the day we can spend on social media and being fed shit that does not serve us. Yeah. So being really intentional about what we put in our brain, especially early in the morning. Absolutely it's, it's crucial to self-development and growth. And ultimately like each and every one of us, I don't care who we are. We want to be better. We want to be a better version of ourselves. And everything we choose or want is because we think we're going to feel better for having it. So when you are in a sober state, you can make those choices. How is this really going to affect me? Is this for my highest good? And I would say the morning and before bed, feed yourself. Like I, had my morning ritual. And then because I wasn't drinking and it's interesting, or again, it's, or something to just be aware of. There's so much alcohol on TV. And then, so when I was first newly sober and I would watch a show and they would have this big wine glass of red wine, I'm like, I'm Triggering. dead. I'm dead in the water. Like I cannot even watch this show because early on I was like, I effing want that glass of wine. And then they're socializing. I'm thinking that's, that's me. That's like, fun. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I stopped the TV and I had stacks and stacks and stacks. I read, I, I read so much. I, I love it. Same. I read, I read and I reading think, is the best tool. It <sighs> truly is. 
And I was addicted to reading and I couldn't wait to get into bed and to read my stacks and stacks of books, which eventually you do that and you follow that guide, like your inner knowing, your guide, you land to where you want to be. You're like, I really want to study this. This is fascinating. I want to meet this person. My whole world went because your vibration shifts, your brain goes like, wow, like this is possible, right? So yeah, those are really great tools. So breath work, exercise, Mm -hmm. reading books, creating those, creating different routines, right? And I talk about morning routines a lot and evening routines, especially, and really creating the routines that will set you up for success. Yeah, Sleep is huge. Hydrating is huge. Like all of these, the basics, I call them in, in living a really good life. Mm -hmm. And most of these things are free that we, that we can be doing. And it's just being an architect in your, in your day and Mm -hmm. just, you know, let's say you're, you're going out to eat three times a week and you're drinking, just like going into your meditation and visualizing, like, what would you like to do with that time? Maybe cook at home a little bit, but you know, more, or just spending more time in nature, just Mm -hmm. doing little swaps here and there. And to really like focus on what that holistic lifestyle would be. For you, you know, you yeah. the architect of your day. That's beautiful. And it's true. You are rebuilding your life from the foundation up with these little things that are free, but it's funny when you're not in a well place, you forget about them. Yeah. So it's so important to have these reminders. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to have resources like this podcast or, mm-hmm. you know, be tuned into these different sort of ways of thinking I think it's important. And I think it's important to have these conversations. And when, whenever I do coaching, it's not about me telling the person what to do. It's about having the conversation and asking the questions of perhaps me teaching them to look at things a different way. But it's, it's when the, when the client speaks out loud and talks through things, that is where the change begins. And you could do that with meditation, but you know, you you would have to practice regularly to sort of get there. Mm -hmm. So having one to two people you can speak to about this, like I love having almost daily conversations with you and not that I need that accountability because I'm fine on my own, but it's so nice to get a different perspective and to get that confirmation that this life is fucking amazing Amazing. because I don't get that anywhere else, you know? No. And that you just, we need community. We need to have people who are like, right. I see the way you're seeing this and I want that too. And let's like spur each other on and keep going. And it only gets better because you, I know for myself, when I first started coming around I mean, like, wait a second, like I, I, but the switch was flipped. I'm like, I feel so good. I cannot, I cannot believe how good life is. Wait, I cannot believe I get to live like this. But you almost want to like, you have to be careful who you say that to because yes, when we're making different choices and decisions and you want to be respectful, but at the same time, you'll be like, guys, this is so much effing better. Yeah. yeah. It hurts like motherfucking hell to yeah. get here. But like what you said, life is just so incredible and gorgeous and limitless here. Yeah. And it's attainable and it's, it's much more colorful. It's much oh, more I, vibrant. Like you can actually feel life yeah. around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're more connected to that life. And 
and it's always just getting deeper and expanding. Um, so I think community is, you know, having people who are like-minded and share your same goals and will check in on you and expect you like hold a higher vision. You say that a lot, hold the highest vision for you. That's who you want to have in your foxhole. Um, yes. And, you know, and another thing that comes up a lot, and I know this could be a whole nother podcast, but it's, you know, early on. Um, so we're doing our sleep, we're doing our breath work, we're moving, we have new community, we're feeding our minds. There is going to be some withdrawal symptoms, especially depending upon like um, your story and your relationship with alcohol. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends and sponsees in the rooms will say, oh my God, I have this like crazy sugar addiction. What do I do? That is also something that's quite easy to tackle if you ask for help. Yes. When we like hide it and we're like, I just, I don't know. I have the sugar addiction. I have this caffeine addiction. And you go binge and you do it in, in silence again, right? Like you're just yeah. transferring into something transferring else. Addictions. Yeah. So I, I found for me, listen, you are overcoming, um, like from, for myself, it's an addiction, overcoming this life-threatening disease of alcoholism, mm-hmm. chill out. You're going to enjoy some chocolate or joy. Mm-hmm. Some- cool. Like, thank God. Yes. I'm like, I was like big into cupcakes earlier in sobriety. I love that. It was a cupcake. I'll make a cupcake. Like I would (laughs) like, this is my thing. This is my new calling. I'm a cupcake maker. My kids loved it. I was something very therapeutic. Yeah. Like I was able to like, well, it's comforting, right? Yeah. So, So, I mean, I love cupcakes, but I would have like one cupcake. It was balanced and I wasn't feeling guilty about it, but the more my body healed and the more I restored my microbiome, which gets destroyed yes. alcohol with the right, putting the right like bacteria back in with supplements, yes. nutrition, cleansing. I don't have any addictive cravings. My mm-hmm. body's balanced and that's the Same. key. Right. And, so, and there's your power. So anyone can get there. But I think the first thing is like, yeah, okay. That totally makes sense. Here are some little things we can do, but it's okay. Absolutely. Well, and, and the power of, you know, I, I, I truly believe in coaching. It's saved so many people that I've worked with mm-hmm. and it's not a one size fits all Mm-mm. formula because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times there are so many books out there. Okay. Do keto, do paleo. Like, wow every single body is different and we need different things at different times of our Mm -hmm. life. I actually recorded a a podcast episode for a healthy style podcast, which is going to be out on Tuesday, all about intuitive eating. I think it's a really good listen for, for our listeners here, but all about intuitive eating and how my relationship with food and body image has evolved. My relationship with food and body image was terrible for most of my life. Mm. and same thing like with the alcohol, when I focus not on the problem, not on me feeling worse about myself and not like beating myself up because I've done that and it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. And I started focusing on, and I know it sounds so cliche, but putting in more healing foods in my body and like focusing on sleep guys, the power of the basics is like, Oh, it's, it's, it's everything, but also, also listening to your body. I was, I didn't eat meat for 16 years and it worked for me for many years. And then I think it stopped working because I was not being as strong as I wanted to be. And I also was losing a lot of energy. Like I would just be depleted. And 
with blood work done, I realized I was very low in iron and almost yeah. anemic and all of these things. So I did incorporate healthy, like grass fed yes. meat into my life. And, um, and I feel really good about that. There was like, never uh-huh. like, you know, I think maybe five year ago version of me would be like, well, because I said I would never eat meat. <laughs> I could never change that. And then here I am working with clients and saying like, let's rewrite your life script, for example. And I'm like, you know what? I can do that with anything in my life. And once I become solid with what I want and who I am, and that's Mm going to evolve and change the world adjusts guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to like, there's not going to be a parade outside my house and saying like, you said you were going to be a vegan for the rest of your life. Everyone's just trying to survive. They're like, okay, mistake. I'm dying over here. I'm trying to like, just figure out my life. I know guys like listen to your cravings. Like I, I would see a steak a year ago and my mouth would just be watering and it smelled so good to me. And I'm like, okay, got to listen to my body. And it took me a few months. I love that. Yeah. But you're thriving. You (laughs) look amazing with ease. And that's so important for people to know. And satisfied and full. You know, I was, yeah. You're supposed to, it's supposed to happen with ease. And so when you have those flare-ups and those cravings, just pause and listen to it. It's guiding you. What's yeah. missing or what do I need or what, what am I doing too much of if we're just trying to get back to balance? But what I love so much, you know, food is not a religion. Like mm-hmm. food, yeah. it, your body is telling you it needs and honor it. And, and well, food is medicine, especially if you're looking at it in, in this space, mm-hmm. um, yeah. when you let go of alcohol, that is something we ingest, right? That is something that is an oral fixation. Like I think coming up with a list of healing foods that will work for you and really honing down on that yes, will really make you feel good because just nourishing your body will make you improve your mood. It will give you energy. It will make you sleep better. It'll make your digestion better. Like it is all connected. More I don't, I don't think we have to like make it super complicated. I, and, yeah. and I want you to have this mantra, like close your eyes and say like eating healthy food feels good for me and it is easy and it is fun. That's mm-hmm. it. It's just about these little mindset shifts, right? Which is huge in early recovery. Like what you just said, huge. And if if we can encourage you guys to do this, you will heal faster. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the sober life, the alcohol-free life so much more quickly because of yes. these little tweaks, because you'll get to feel the benefit in your bodies. In and your, your relationships will thrive and some oh, yeah. relationships will die off. And that's just the reality of it, right? Like I don't go to dinner with friends who are out drinking. Like that just it doesn't satisfy me. Like I want to talk about wellness and business and both of those things in the same conversation. And I've said this over and over. It's just like, if it's not feeding my mind, like I, it's a waste of time and it's a waste of money for me. And I'd rather be at home cuddling with my daughter or like reading a book. Well, and the thing is take away that layer. That's not really you. And so they have, right. I am just becoming my true self and I can like honor that and say, and be by myself or like wait for the right people. Well, think about how much now we are doing. Like, it's like, (laughs) life is so full. I'm like, this is, I couldn't even imagine trying. Like, it's just, life is so full and wonderful. And so stop trying, have boundaries. All right, guys, let's 
wrap this up a little bit, I do want to mention, uh, since we're recording this, it's still in July, there is going to be a masterclass that I will be hosting. It's called Embody Your Future Self Masterclass. It's going to so- be on August, I believe, 10th or 11th. Uh, let me just double check. It is. I'm so excited for this. Oh my gosh. So August 10th at 12 p.m. And it's going to be a live masterclass on Zoom. You will get a live, rec- you, you, if you can attend in person, um, or I mean live, you will get the recording and it's going to be turned into a mini course. So the price is $88 for this masterclass if you join live. And if you don't join live, it's, it's going to be 111 in like my membership um, mm-hmm. class this portal. So that is out and I'll put the link in the show notes as well, but basically you'll get to learn how to step in the best possible version of yourself immediately in four easy steps. So you can start (gasps) living life beyond your wildest dreams. And I want everybody and just to shed your limitations and to like step into your greatness, whatever that is. I love this. Yes. Okay. Also, Monarch members will get this for free. So Erin, I'm sure yeah. you guys know, <laughs> she has uh, a company called Monarch and they have a Monarch membership, which is an amazing monthly membership that gives you access and discounts in um, Monmouth County, right? Like mm-hmm. amazing businesses. Yes, right now. Yeah. And um, part of this membership, you get access to my monthly master classes. So you can either get in that way or you can get in through me. So whichever way works for you. Amazing. And thank you everybody for tuning in. I want to say we are so honored and the feedback has been so amazing. So keep on feeding us with what it's doing for your life. Please leave us a review. That is the best way to support us right now and to Mm -hmm. allow our podcast to be reached to other ears as well. Mm -hmm. And you can find us on Instagram, recover with Aaron, two ends and health with Michaela. And we will see you next time. Love you. I'm Madeline, and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober Podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking, and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober, and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host, and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety, and lots of how-tos for navigating all the things sober, from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories, and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.